Hello, everyone. Welcome to Militant Affection episode a million. Um, I've secretly been doing episodes and not releasing them just by myself alone. I'll just pander to myself, be like, you're the best. <laughs> just for, for 20, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. How many minutes at the time? One million episodes worth of minutes. Actually, not quite one million because this is episode one million. So just imagine if you could hear all those secret talkings by me, Matt, podcast host. <clears throat> um, I was very lazy today. This should have went out earlier, but you know, whatever. Uh, just some catching up to do. Um, I recently spanked a giant man in the face and he's dead. <laughs> I'm riffing now. This is new... This is a new me comic. I, I feel like the last one was a little too serious. I don't remember which one was the last one, but it was definitely too serious. You can really skip over most of these. Some of these I'm coming out. Bam, bam, bam. Joke, joke, joke. Riff. Nothing. Meaningless nonsense. Go, go, go. But this one, this one is going to be that way. I don't even know what direction is the right direction anymore. All I know is that I enjoy the uh, the talking to no one in the room. I feel most at home just sitting here alone, reveling in the thoughts that I have. Excuse me. Hopefully bringing some justice to the name of broadcasting. <laughs> I got a lot to say. Uh, subscribe to my Patreon.com. So Miller Comedy. I think that's what it is. I'm trying to be one of these cool guys that like my own stuff. I'm like, I think that's what it is. I don't know. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is fuckman22 at juggo. <laughs> I know that's not how, that sounds more like an email. Fuckman22 at juggo.com, but I don't even know the difference between Twitter and email. So this is where it's coming at, you know? I didn't brush my teeth today. They feel kind of gross. Hopefully that's reflected through the audio. My non-brushed teeth uh, being <laughs> drinking a sugar-free rock star. <laughs> come at my Instagram, come at my YouTube. I just cut out a piece of the podcast. Usually I just go, go, go and don't, don't let everything mess it up. But I just came to this, not even ready. I wrote down Christmas child soldiers as my note for today, Christmas child soldiers. And I'm not talking about elves, you know, or reindeer, or uh, how probably, like, Nike has child laborers, right? And all the other companies have child laborers, and we buy them, and we feel like ethical human beings. Oh, I just saw that in India, one of these apple plants is striking. <laughs> Wait a sec, India, apple strike. It's not at, it's at, well, people are like, well, is that a, uh, a facility that makes apples products but it's not um actually apple they just contract them and it's just like well you contracted with shitty people like pe why would people try to pull this away from apple uh bangalore india winstron corp this is a little news for you guys <clears throat> for you that care about other people in the world being mistreated they were Apparently not given their their correct wages. They were promised more, and they kept getting less. And if you live in one of these places, you know, that are nice and you're complaining, just imagine living there. 
Oh, okay. Let's, let's, let's look at this Routers. Routers, Routers article. Apple put supplier Winstron on notice after Indian factory violence. <laughs> they put him, you're on notice, Winstrom. You can't be mistreating your employees. Why isn't this? This wasn't picked up by any major U.S. outlet. Isn't like Apple, isn't everybody own an Apple product in the U.S. some way or another? Apple's Twitter is so fucking, they follow zero people, 5.7 million followers. They think they're so fucking cool. That's silly. Now, do you think, all right, who was the guy who the Apple fell on his head? Isaac Newton. He was the original Apple. <laughs> make a joke out of that. That will make sense. But, uh, okay. I bet you certain, uh, Outlets can't write negatively about Apple. I don't know. This is this is real conspiracy talk, but because they probably get a lot of money in advertising from Apple. All right. Uh, Apple Inc. has placed supplier Winstrom Corp. on probation, saying on Saturday it would not award the Taiwanese contract manufacturer new business until it addressed the way workers were treated, treated at its southern India plant. Now... This raises a bunch of questions, right? Uh, why didn't Apple put them on notice uh, before the riots? You know? You wait till someone riots to put someone on notice. It seems like to result in this uh, massive riot, there had to have been quite unrest for, uh, for a little while. But now, because they rioted. So, so this does uh, definitely point towards the need of rioting, you know, if you want to riot. If something's wrong, but a company will pay attention. Granted, I guess they could have peacefully protested, but I don't know how well that go would go over. These guys are pretty mad. So I don't know where you stand on the peaceful protest versus riot mentality. I guess if you're... Uh... <laughs> I guess it depends what it is. <laughs> I guess it really depends what it is. I think, uh, you, you know, if you, if you really don't like a, a system that's in place and you want to overthrow it, uh, you got to do something, I guess, right? You got to, you know, pro if, if protesting didn't change anything, eventually you ride. Maybe you start protesting and then you start rioting. <laughs> I was talking to my buddy about uh, there's the idea that we're still, we're still uh, as humans throughout, because we think of slavery, we mostly think of. American slavery, right? At least me in America, but slavery has been around in human history for a long time. You know, it's been a, a great evil. So it's still around. Uh, it's more prevalent than ever, actually, in the rest of the world. Uh, slavery is. But there's the idea that uh, the, the elites, right? We're getting conspiracized, have all the money and they've created, like, we are productive for them to generate them wealth. And we are, in fact, still slaves. We're just slaves that have our own like economy and like uh we're allowed to have houses and things and uh police ourselves and yell amongst ourselves as long as we continue to generate wealth for the wealthiest people is the idea there right you ever hear this that like um like even your richest of like if you have like hundreds of millions of dollars you're still not in the elite the elite people the quote-unquote elite have very have billions and billions of dollars, you know, 
have full control over lots of people and have a lot of uh, land, maybe, I guess, a lot of land throughout the world. And uh, this, uh, this is Illuminati stuff, right? And decide the, dis and decide the decisions is what I was going to say there. And, uh, yeah, the idea is that we're all still slaves. It's just uh, rather than a, a system where we're just kind of forced to to do things, you know, by people with the biggest guns. We're, we're told we're free, and we just actively do the things to generate wealth for the elites. And we're unknowingly slaves, and we aren't free in this world is the idea here. And it's not a bad idea, you know. But I mean, if you're, if you're doing good out there, then you're doing good. <laughs> There's definitely worse for worse forms of slavery, right? But it, the idea is that this is the uh, the most productive because uh, we, we we get promotions and jobs and such. You know, we have a whole work unit. You know, you go to oh yeah, I did write down uh, how to be a person. I was write down different things of if you're like a if you're like a human being on this earth like this is very western centric the way I was thinking about how to be a person but this is uh what I was doing oh I just got a nice text from my mom she sent me pictures of her dogs dressed in sweaters which is a great thing if you're my mom a great thing to do I just jiggled my boob here I'm getting so fat I'm uh, uh, let's go with conspiracy theory here let me all I'm going to put a tab on how to be a person um, like, uh, jobs and life here. I'm going to write down, but, uh, this, this coronavirus, I've been at home, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been locked down. I haven't been doing my normal moving around. I've gone so fat and even lazier than normal. And, you know, you, you could say, you know, uh, maybe I lean, maybe I'm, I'm for the people, you know, I don't want anyone going out there sneezing on each other and, uh, spreading a virus. But if you were a conspiracy thought in mind, you might think this was set up to make us uh, even more uh, lazy and complicit in a system to generate wealth, right? Because if we're not exercising as much. But I, I think the, uh, the opposite of that would be how many friends I know who have gotten in shape during this. And it just makes me think that if uh, people can get in shape <laughs> easier than I can, and I just love eating so much... <laughs> is what's going down but my hair is a mess right now i did not shower today it's all if once this video comes out you're gonna look at me and be like i want to fuck this fat man god if you really go through the videos of all these my weight it goes up and down and all around and you know it's just part of being alive i cannot i just love eating so much it's my biggest addiction i wish it could be heroin you know i wish i could be heroin skinny and, and not eating anything, but instead I just love fucking eating food and I just get fat and then I have to lose weight and then I gain weight and lose. I just binge and binge and stop binging and it's just the whole thing. So, okay, how to live a life. My mom sent me pictures of the dogs and sweaters. My mom has these two nice little pooches <laughs> that she wore in sweaters and sent to me. And it was very cute and wholesome to put some of God's creatures in man's clothing. <laughs> that's where they're that's what you're doing and then we look at him we're like oh look at the little doggies <clears throat> and we all go on with our day right mm. and that's just how it is
And that's my riff on that. Let me give a... So I'm not going home on Christmas. I'm not going to see my parents. Going to hang out here, have a fun time. Gonna, what I'm going to do is going to remain private. You're just going to have to think about it in your dreams. Like, let's say you're lying down, you're dreaming about, what could Matt be doing in New York? And you're like, boo, 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 boo. Oh, I bet you. <laughs> I bet you he's in his room and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, somebody brought me all types of Christmas cookies. And he starts crunching down on them. Nom, nom, nom. Chocolate chip cookies. Other types of cookies. Snickerdoodles. He's putting snickerdoodles in his mouth and then he's chewing them and digesting them. And then he puts on his sweater and he runs outside and he goes, it's Christmas! And everyone's like, hooray! And then the constable... <laughs> whatever, the constable comes over with a nice pizza pie, cook fresh for him. He said, hey, Matt, here's a nice pizza pie. Have a wonderful day. And then I take it, I start munching on it. I'm like, Christmas is the best! And then I start swimming in Manhattan. Oh, there's Times Square. Whoa! Oh, there's the Statue of Liberty. Oh! Oh, there's a uh, fucking uh, the Apollo uh, Theater. Whoa! Oh, there's Central Park. And then I get home and there's a nice fire and I'm reading. I'm reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> I got somebody sent me a copy of Mein Kampf for Christmas, and I'm just snuggled up in front of the fire on this wonderful Christmas day. No, that's not what I'll be doing, okay? You fucking, you anti-Semites dreaming about me on Christmas reading, having a wonderful Christmas day of eating cookies and traveling throughout, you know, New York, and then I'm, I'm reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> that's not going to be my Christmas. My Christmas is going to be spent with, some special, with a special people, person, animal, and we're going to have a special meal and we're going to thank Santa for bringing us Jesus. And it's going to be uh, a very great Christmas. <clears throat> okay, jobs and life. <laughs> That's the end of that chapter. This was a book. Now we're on to jobs and life. I was going to do a video about how to be a person. Okay, if you're a person, right? Uh, and, uh, and then I was gonna talk about like the work structure, right? There's like rankings, like there's military rankings, people have rankings in life, you're, you're, you're whatever level you are at work, and then you have your boss, and your boss's boss, and your boss's boss's boss, and then different, maybe board members on a board. Everybody has a position in the company, and the company works together to, to make money, or if it's a nonprofit, it works together to, just do whatever it does. <laughs> and that's uh, how we've orchestrated business, which is, uh, it makes sense. You need a, yeah, people like to hate on managers because we all hate managers. Even your greatest manager, you don't like that they have like authority over you, right? Or unless you're like a submissive person that's cool with someone having authority over you. Uh, if you hear that, there's an, there's an ambulance, right? Or is that a police car? That's a police car. They're arresting someone. This is a Christmas arrest. You're under arrest. You haven't had enough eggnog. <laughs> um, and the jobs are just breaking, broken down like that. And you wonder, you wonder if if we eliminated managers, and uh, if anyone would get any big project done, right? If you're building a house, 
Do you think a bunch of men could just gather and build a house with someone, without someone being the head guy that they could question on what they're supposed to do? I mean, there's always a better system. I mean, like, think about, I'm just thinking of random things. Shooting a movie without a director, you know? Every, you think, you need someone to be the final decision, sort of the manager. So, I also hate on managers, and I get that. I don't like having someone above me in rankings telling me what to do. That's why I'm trying to succeed at this, even though if the, if the when this grows and, uh, and start doing sh comedy shows for people... I'm still going to have to speak to, like, no, because if I, if I can get a whole audience, the people at the clubs will be okay. They'll be like, oh, we made money. But I guess, uh, you know, society becomes my manager <laughs> as an entertainer <clears throat> that doesn't rely on studios or people with all the money and stuff to do their art. Society is your manager. So if you get people to like you and pay money, then you can survive. If you can't, you don't survive. It's a, it's a very honest wage, right? And I know it's all fucked up. I should not have started doing this right now. I have major nose problems, and uh, you all love it. You all want to make out with me. Once you hear my noise ripplings, you're like, Matt is so interesting and cool. His noise ripplings make me want to fuck. <laughs> no, I sound so fucking uh, vain or full of myself. That little riff. Retract that riff from what I just said. Just listen to this goodness I've been saying about life and managerial positions and, and living. Okay, how to be a person. <laughs> join a group and accept its values is uh, my top thing. So you could join a religion and accept its values. You could really believe in the political system and join a political party and accept its values. You could join a cult and accept its values. You could... Your town, your school could have values, you know? Whatever little group could start to have values. There's, in no way are you an individual. You have to... The, the, a good way to join a group and its values, it's a good way to live because you never have to come up with decisions on your own because most of these dominant groups have developed answers to all the questions. Um, except for, you know, there's there's always a bigger point. There's always an answer that they can't decide. Like if you're a religion or go, government or whatever, is the amount of money it requires for the people at the top in order to operate, right? Like religious people, you donate money to the church to keep it around, but it's like, why isn't there a cutoff? You can infinitely donate. Why do all these people need X amount of money at the top? If we really care about each other, there should definitely be a cutoff. And the government, why are all the politicians given such a big salary? Why do we need so much money to take care of people? Why is money even the thing? So every group, like even cults, it's just like you... A lot of cults, you lose all your money and then the leader fucks all the... It's, it's, it's almost entirely men are cults or cults are run by men. <laughs> well, I guess... You could be a gay man. So, so I don't know how many gay man cults are. I'm getting way off point. I'm totally... Let me... <clears throat> take all your money, fuck all your wives, right? That's what I'm getting at here. I'm just thinking about things from a, a mass perspective. Um, but I think uh, there's definitely cult... It's less insidious, but I, I guess if you're like a... They say an e-girl online, you have a lot of male followers just giving you money. 
no, you're an entertainer. Cults is specifically about like indoctrinating values, making you indoctrinate. Is that even the right word? Making you leave your family and friends and joining it. I think like uh, like dominatrix culture. Maybe it's like it's like smart dude. Well, it's definitely smart dudes, or or not even smart dudes, or just men not men with power who want to feel subservient and weak, and like they're like a part of a, a cult that hurts them. Because we uh, there's a yin and a yang, right? I think. Do you think there's ever been a dominant guy that doesn't like want in the back of his head every now and then to just be a complete slave to someone else? because <laughs> uh, i think for the most part people do want to follow because following creates social safety nets right like supposedly if you follow the, the the u.s and you're patriotic you can't you can't become homeless which isn't true um or uh christianity you know you'll never be unhappy if you follow them which isn't true but it, it gives you a sense of security rather than having your yourself as your being but i think there's definitely a benefit to being part of groups and social networks because humans are essentially social and that's what our thing is, you know? You want to fuck other people, don't you? Unless you're asexual, but you still, your best moments in life are spent hanging out with other people, right? When you're alone, like I love being alone, but you know, I gotta not be alone sometimes, you know? I gotta, I like, I like loving people and spending time with people loving someone i like just loving one person at a time really <laughs> uh yeah or you know you, you need uh other people in your life <laughs> you can't just be an individual and then like individual and then like uh what else was i gonna do or like if you if you have some sort of like illness mental illness physical illness that requires other people to take care of you then obviously you need other other people but i think deep down inside we all have an illness that requires someone else there for us so it's just part of being human <laughs> so what's my point here there is no point my point is uh there's systems in there and you, you and i also well my guess my other point is but you don't ex need to do, commit to them fully I like the idea of like a, a system that you don't need to be ride or die for, uh, right? I don't know. I guess you. I'd like to think as I'm a loyal person to the people I'm closest to. I guess that's just a system of friendship. I guess I'm just more talking about like programmed ones that that aren't people you directly know, like things that are already been created that you haven't witnessed for yourself that you're just being learn you learn about joining those like political parties or religious or whatever rather than people you can physically see and touch and talk to in life as being your 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 better group and now i think that's actually how most people operate but that's probably the best way to go <clears throat> now it's interesting in like in the in the artistic world you know i do comedy you know the great art of comedy or if you're anything and we're back. Sorry, I just uh, cut out a little bit. There, I got a lot of boogers right now. And I just went into this video and I'm sorry for being so gross. But the art world, yeah, there's like, you think there's like the, there's the idea of like the, uh, the great homeless artist, you know, the struggling artist. And I do think a lot of people that become famous in the uh, art world or comedy entertainer, 
do uh i mean you benefit from being social and having friends and networked and being brought into it uh is a lot more than being talented i guess talented what is talent with sports i wouldn't think so as much as long as you're in the the school system and you can be seen succeeding you don't necessarily have to be a social person they'll come to you but art's more of like a hidden talent that's hard uh, uh like with comedy uh bigger comedians will take a lot of the times their friends on the road because they like to hang out with them and then uh, and other people who aren't friends won't go obviously so it's not about talent and then even clubs will pick uh the people i mean i get it like if you're not if you bring no worth or like you're just kind of funny or uh you're not super funny like clubs will only will will start to put up people who hang out and like really show their faith in the club if they're hanging around and like shows are booked by like nepotism right by people book their friends or like they book already they book people that are above them in the rankings because they want to jump above the rankings it's never like based on well it's not never a lot of the times it is but based on who's the funniest i'm not i'm not shitting on the system here i'm just talking it out out loud in front of all you people and how being funny works but funny is such an interesting thing because there's a whole a range of funny right you can get like uh jeff dunham isn't gonna make the same audience laugh who's your who's your most uh who's like your weirdest comedian like uh, like maria banford or whatever and jeff dunham aren't gonna get the same audience you know like like dave chappelle and like uh or like like a christian (laughs) clean act not that Dave Chappelle's that dirty. Or like, uh, you know, like Louis C.K. and any, and somebody else, you know. <laughs> They're all going to make different people laugh. And then there's like uh, comedy clubs will just book, you know, like uh, acts just that people don't know that are funny to sh- for, so for people to laugh. So a lot of times you need to uh, have a certain jokes to make just an audience laugh that doesn't know you. And as a comedic artist, you want to like build your audience. And so you, because nothing's better than laughing at a very niche thing that you think is funny that other people don't. But it's hard to, uh, you need to build that audience on your own, right? Or that audience needs to find you if, if you're putting something as like a niche guy. But if you're just doing general audiences, they're like a club just hires a comedian. You need, you maybe can't do that niche stuff. They will be like, "What is this fucking guy talking about?" So hopefully that describes the comedy world to you, if you get how it works. But yeah, art and prestige. I think you do, you do need to accept yourself into a group. You know, have. You need people who are better than you around you, definitely, if you're trying to pursue something. So you can have something to yearn towards and learn from. And you need to have people below you to help bring them up. And you always, you know, it's just a constant flow. And succeeding on your own is, uh, you know, difficult. (laughs) What was this whole rant about? It's just that life is very complicated and there's social groups and, you know, you got to deal with that. And it's all funky-dory. Funky Dory is what I just said. Uh, okay, what else do I got? 
You act on your, your instincts and your impulses as a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, hail to your oppressors giving for giving you a reason to live. That's important to being a human. That's something I wrote down. <laughs> so dramatic. Attractiveness is a good thing. You know what? If you want to succeed, just get, like, attractive. I mean, what's the most attractive uh, homeless person you've ever seen? Not that attractive. If you're attractive, you can definitely acquire goods. <laughs> I guess you could fuck up being attractive, but... Acquire goods being attractive. Uh... It's interesting, I wrote about police, how police follow orders. How, like, in, in throughout history, the acts of atrocity have been done by, uh, you know, peons, is that the word? Following orders from a greater power to say to commit the acts of atrocity is a famous thing from the Holocaust. Right, where the, the Nazis were like, we were just following orders. We didn't know the evils we were doing. So this is, uh, so, okay. I think groups and stuff are important. But you shouldn't be fully invested in the group. You should be able to make your own. It's like bad relationships, right? Where uh, it's a lot of women remain with men who are terrible to them. You need to have your own independent thought to realize if your group is going south to speak up against it. Never, you should never feel like a... You can be a person in the crowd having a good time, whatever. But always feel like you can pull away and decide what's morally right or wrong about what's happening. I'm going to keep keeping it in check, you know? Because, yeah, like the police, like if the president told all the police to do something, like they're like, oh, why don't you just kill all the Jews tonight? <laughs> just imagine how many cops would just do it. Now, it could come from anti-Semitism, but it also could come from just dumb cops that are like, oh, Jews are bad. And they're just, you know, they just follow orders. And then maybe there'll be some moral higher authority cops, but those would be the right ones. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just yeah, you gotta be in groups and communities as a person, but uh, you know, just always put your place yourself outside and look in. Never fully accept what you're being told is a good way to be, and you'll uh, you won't necessarily succeed, but you'll you won't be a fucking idiot. <laughs> so that was the Christmas episode and i never got into talking about christmas child soldiers 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 when's the last child soldiers remember coney 2012 some of you may not be old enough to remember that uh remember 2012 child soldiers let's go to the old wikipedia check that out um yeah child soldiers have been a thing for a while and it's uh if you now, if we think about this in a light manner, just imagine being a little kid and be like, I'm going to go kill the Nazis. I'm going to bring up a lot of Nazis. I'm going to go shoot the Nazis. They're killing the Jews. Right after I finish my high C. <laughs> oh, God. That wasn't a great riff. But it was the best one you're going to get. You know, it was fine enough. I'm talking about kids being soldiers. They're like, oh, do I got a soldier right now? I got to finish playing Fortnite. <laughs> oh, man. Definition of a child on Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> I think the definition of a child is the American mass public. That's who. 
Um, so recruitment of children. I'm just reading the Wikipedia article about children in the military. The Convention of, on the Rights of the Child defines a child as any person under the ages of 18. The Paris Principles define a child associated with an armed force or group as any person below 18 years of age who is or who has been recruited or used by an armed force or armed group in any capacity, included but not limited to children. Oh, so you included but not limited to children. So you don't even got to be kids. You just got to be under 18. Are they saying people under 18 aren't kids? Whatever. I'm continuing. Boys and girls. Girls. <laughs> I'm fucking my talking has been way off on this episode, but shut up. <laughs> used as fighters, cooks, porters, messengers, spies, or for sexual purposes. Now, this implies that, because this is saying you can't use children in the military as any of these things. Is sexual purposes a job in the military? Like, wouldn't that be not apply to anyone, not even just children? <laughs> or is there... Or is Wikipedia revealing to me that you can get a job as I'm Lieutenant Fuck. <laughs> My job is to fuck the enemy. <laughs> yeah, why is that included? That has to be a position in the military. Okay. The document is approved by the United Nations General Assembly, Assembly, UNGA. It does not only refer to a child who is talking or has taken a direct part in hostilities refer to a child who is taking or has it does not only refer to a child who is taking or has taken a direct part in hostilities all right whatever that last line means i'm sure it's some legal jargon i'm not really thinking straight right now because i'm fucked up when i bring this to you when i bring my hard comedy so hopefully you you enjoy that uh this christmas episode <laughs> uh, also happy hanukkah that happened a little bit ago now a few days more than a few days i don't know happy other happy kwanzaa merry uh whatever uh, uh whatever hindu or islam celebrates uh happy all your holidays hope you get laid and fuck thing fuck something i don't know i'm at matt miller <laughs> i'm at matt miller real matt miller comedy on everything uh, nope, Matt Miller Comedy isn't on anything, actually. It's Matt Miller Real, Matt Miller Real Comedy on YouTube. Uh, think for yourself, you know, you can be in groups. Groups is necessary, necessary, necessary for humanity. You know, if you're a team or you're your friends, you need groups. But always be out, be, be conscious of what's conscious. I can't speak of what's happening. And I don't know if that's advice or uh, I just get annoyed by people that just blindly do things for their for their tribe <laughs> well you know we're all tribalists aren't we everything is everything's fine <laughs> uh so thanks for listening uh, goodbye